listen to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. They're wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Cree Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we've returned for episode 379. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, what's going on? Yes, sir. So what you been getting into this week? Uh, this weekend, I got to discover um, Alone UK. See, it's been a while since um, Alone... Um, what's the name? History Channel stopped making the Alone series, so oh, it yeah, turns right. out they just sold it they were like yo fuck having to deal with all that shit we're just gonna sell the title and fucking collect the royalties on the ip well i can imagine that trying to run a travel show during um uh or a show in which you go places in you know through covid was probably just like not really tenable oh it so. didn't even make it to covid oh did american the the last season of um of, of uh alone ended in 2015 Oh, okay. okay. So it's way. Oh, okay. So it's just old. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't know why they stopped it, but I discovered it last year. But, but um, it had already been finished already. But they the last the the UK one uh just started. They only have two episodes out, and uh, the Australia one that one was they just had their season finish recently. So the UK one is is pretty interesting. I mean. I feel bad for one nigga, bro. He took himself out in like, mm-hmm. bruh, probably like a few hours, man. Like, Yikes. yeah, he he was, and it's funny too because like, I, I kind of saw it happening in slow motion. He was he was using his axe to chop down something, and I was just like, I don't know. I feel like he's doing that a little weird. Oh shit! I nicked myself. I was like, yep, see, see, and this shit was bleeding a little bit too much, so he had to uh. call and get um. The medics out there. Once you call for anything, it's it's you. you oh, you're yeah, tapped out. Liability. So, um, next myself. <laughs> you feel me? I was just like, how too? Like I didn't, like he chopped himself on the leg with an axe while he was chopping oh, with the, at uh, shoulder level. He was chopping a tree at like shoulder mm. level height, but oh, some so way somehow through, managed through. to chop himself in like the fucking uh, 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 shin or like somewhere near his. his I don't want to laugh because it sounds super painful, but also. I was like, bro, how did you manage that? Like, I thought he had, like, cut his hand or something, like, but... Uh, I thought that he was chopping uh, it, because if you don't chop wood properly, you can hit by splinters. And I figured that's what he did to himself, yeah. but no. Yeah, I didn't think he actually Getting chopped himself either. Was like, because nah, <laughs> that's man. wild clumsy, yeah, bro. Bro, bro. <laughs> like, there's no... You're the one directing all of the oh physics behind God. the axe head. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, a splinter man. is, like, kind of random. You might not know this and that. An axe head is like, dude, that's all you, bro. You hit yourself with an axe. But I I, I throw him a little <laughs> bail. I think what it is is the talking while doing stuff. Because in a previous season of Alone, there was another guy that hurt or... Yeah, there was another guy that was handling an axe while narrating what he was doing. And oh. he also cut himself, too. Yeah. So it's like... It just sounds it like seems like when, yeah. when, when people... When, but I'd be like... When you All did right, not I'm gonna focus on my task now. Exactly. I'm not going to speak. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do beforehand. Yeah, you really got to make those sort of decisions. But it—that's it, th- what you're supposed to. You're supposed to be narrating what you're doing for the sake of you're making them content. You know what I mean? So you're mm-hmm. supposed to 
narrate while you're there. But yeah, not everybody is skilled enough to talk and chop wood at the same time. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, I think I think they would make a concession if you were like, yo, I need two seconds to chop this, or they just cut away. You know what I mean? They're gonna edit it out. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's really up to what you personally think that you can handle in the moment, and oh, it's not uncommon. Oh yeah, it's not God, uncommon for people this. to misassess their capabilities. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. So it's just one of those things. I I just attribute it to like, oh, just a little bit of talking kind of distracts them, but also oh, probably yeah. poor technique in general. Yeah, I definitely I mean? talking while doing anything, especially swinging something uh, that has a dangerous edge. Not your, not just not not going to help your concentration. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's what muscle memory is for. You don't need to concentrate on nothing that you while, got muscle while, memory. While melee fighting is so difficult. <laughs> But uh, it, it was pretty good. I, 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 there's only two episodes out so far. Um, of the eleven people, uh, I think two already tapped out. No, three. I think three are no. It's just two. This dude, uh, uh, Nico, and the dude who chopped himself in the leg. But Nico, you know, he he was a. Uh, I think he was the youngest one there. He was like eighteen or nineteen or something like that. Mm. And um, his whole thing was, uh, he wasn't able to get a fire up the first night. And, like, 4 a.m. the first night, there was, like, a bear or some shit around his, like, camp structure. So that that pretty much shook him to the core. And he didn't make it out the next day. Like, he pretty much... It's one of those things where, like, you could... Did a lot of times... Stay in the tree? Say again? If you stay in the tree... Like, if you sleep in the tree... Nobody sleeps in trees. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying if you couldn't get the fire started with a bear? Uh, those are two separate things. He couldn't get the fire started throughout the daytime. And okay. then... You know, nightfall fell on him, and he, he just oh, okay. he didn't have any like preparations or anything like that. He barely got his shelter up properly. It was just like um, he did the the where with the leaned up uh, um, piece of wood, and then the tarp wrapped over it for like a little tent type joint. But gotcha. I thought he was gonna try to use the fire to ward the bear off. Like nah, nah, nah. <laughs> they give you bear spray for shit like that. I do believe everybody is provide. Well, I I. This one is a little bit different. On the on the History Channel do version of Alone... campfires? Say again? Do, do, do bears approach active campfires? I don't actually know. Probably. It, I, it depends on the bear and the circumstance. You know what I mean? It's one of those Hungry things. Enough. Exactly. It'll, it'll approach just about Precisely. Anything. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I think it's mostly because that um, he, he just... Yeah, that should freak them out, bro. Yeah. That no, should no, freak I, them I mean, out. I wouldn't feel comfortable either. I'm not... <laughs> Listen, oh, and my That's questioning of, of, of his tactics out. is in no way me me saying that he shouldn't have done that or that I would have done otherwise. No, nah, I was going nah. on that angle. I actually yeah, yeah. just lost my train of thought, and I was, I was, I was oh, just yeah, continuing on. No, no, because I realized, I was like, you know, I'm sitting here saying all these things he could do. That, you know, I, I don't want anyone to take that impression as, like, you know— Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a soft way to go out. It's like, no, 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 bears, <laughs> bears— Bears in the cold. First of all, bro. They do that. <laughs> first of all, I feel like most normal people do not want to go in an environment where there are, like, free-roaming bears. That's, you know what I mean? It's one of them things. That the few people that do, yeah, good on them. They usually have weapons with them. And in this season, only one person chose to bring a bow and arrow. So. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll you see. can do that. Okay. Yeah, you you're, you have a list of, for the Alone series, you have a list of up to 50 items, I believe. And you can have... 10 items from that list that you can choose to bring. Gotcha. About seven of the items on that list, everyone brings usually. And then, you know, the last like three to four items are usually Flex variable. Items. 
Say again? Those are your flex items? Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Everybody brings a sleeping bag. Everybody brings, like, um, a cutting tool of some sort. Everybody brings... now, cordage is usually one of the the I optional say rope ones. Or something like that. Yeah, that's usually one of the optional ones. Like, actually, no, I think that might be in the ninety nine percent. It's usually most people get cordage. I think because it's super useful out there. But yeah. stuff like um, it's not something you want to have to make unless you're good yes, at making it somehow. Correct. Yeah, and it depends on where you are. You might not have the trees to be able to make mm-hmm. cordage. Yeah. So a lot of people usually bring that. Some people bring um, a lot of people uh, are brought gill nets on this one. Because and with the exception of the one dude who brought the 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 bow and arrow, so like, I'm not trying to fish, bro. <laughs> trying to give me that big game, or at least not with that type of fishing. You know, there's some people that make their own, like like they they make this fucking wooden stump shit with a wrap the spool around it, and they make a manual fishing that's, rod. Yes, that that's the most basic and most effective way to go fishing. Feel me? Like that. it's it's really dope watching them like do cool shit, man. But it was funny. There's this one dude out there that's fucking crazy. My nigga was out there in the wooden woods, like fully naked. Like you're just walking around in woodlands naked, bro. Hey man. But then again, one. He's one with it. Bro. <laughs> it's uh, see, I'm used to like Jamaican woodland, and because that's mm. in the tropics, there's shit like ticks. You feel yep. me? And I've gotten ticks before when I was fully clothed. I've never been naked in the woodlands, and I've gotten ticks before. So I can't imagine like. To be just like, yeah, whatever touches my skin, it's cool. I'm just going to run through the woods. Like, white people are built different, bro. Can't yeah. do that shit. Yeah. But then again, know, what I was saying I, I is... I um, that either, no. <laughs> What I was saying is, it's also in Canada, so I, I feel like in the cold, there aren't as many bugs in the yes, cold. Yes, because bugs have a... Yeah, bugs stop operating below 40 degrees. Yeah, so I feel like there might be a little bit okay, but still. Like, go you know. into whatever kind of stasis they have until it warms back up. But it's been it's been pretty pretty cool. I, I'm curious to see who wins this one so far. Um, it's it's a pretty even mix of men and women. Like, doesn't seem there aren't too many older people on here. Like, usually I feel like um there are a handful of like forty to fifty year olds in there. Maybe like at least two or three. It seemed like there might be only be like one person that old in this one. The audio the um participant seems a lot younger than the other series. So. We'll see how if they can hack it and how far they go. I'm I'm excited on this new journey to see who fucking makes it in the wilderness of Canada in the wintertime. It's absolutely skill-based. And you know what it makes me think about? It's like, in, a, in this state of nature, it's the, the wilds is one of the dangers that you have to encounter. But, like, it's skill-based. It's mm-hmm. genuinely skill-based. You know what I mean? And so yeah. how many people have the consistency to maintain the level of skills it takes mm-hmm. to live in the wild? And have wild those wide, such a wide array of skills, too. Because mm-hmm. it's like, uh, what I've seen from the show is a lot of people will be good at a lot of things. And then if they stay out there for too long, the weather or situation changes, and now they have a new problem. And if they're not good at adapting to the new problem, then that is what ends up taking them out. Like, there have been people who, um, there's only been, I think, like, three big game kills on, um, on a, alone, the American version. Mm-hmm. Most people get by through fishing or, or, like, trapping smaller stuff. But only, but a handful of people, I do believe one of them was an actual big game hunter, was actually able to take... Something he was able to take down a musk ox and a couple other people were able to take, Ooh, take down a some musk ox. Yeah, yo yeah. steaks, nigga. That shit. But that then creates a new problem 
because now you not only have to preserve your meat, you have to protect your meat because fucking it, it's always in the Arctic. So there's are these bears around and simultaneously. Shit. Yes, Can and there are about ten. No, they're ten kilometers apart, and usually. In the American version, they explicitly say they're about like ten kilometers apart and separated by like natural land barriers. Yeah. So there, there's no interaction between each other. So Dang. it's You're yeah. Sitting on all that. Yes. So that like he had to like and when he his killed ten it. Items was in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> you feel me? So he had to spend like and and I believe his um he was using a a a, a rock blade too. Ooh, so he started in like. Yeah. Four o'clock in the he started some point in the afternoon when he killed it, and he spent till nightfall just cutting off one piece of it that he could bring to the house back to his camp, because you know you can't have the 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 carcass wow. no, next to your fucking no. where sleep. That's hella dangerous, bro. Yeah, so, for it. You know what I mean? Like, it, oh it's, look, there's two carcasses. <laughs> it just creates one other big ass problem for you. So it's really cool watching them navigate those new problems that pop up and also it's kind of heartbreaking when some problems pop up they just ain't shit they could do with it because sometimes it's really hard to get food and there was one dude who was just like yo i'm gonna eat tree bark and that shit worked for a little bit but unfortunately he couldn't get anything else so my man's got hella constipated and that eventually took him out like it was just like yeah, those are always the worst bro and when people like that's wild like i can imagine supplementing your diet with tree bark If you found like, I think that was the, I think that was the plan. But he just didn't find anything else, so the supplement ended up being up the main course. You know what I mean? You need, you need to have alternatives in order for to have a supplement. See, the problem is if you don't want to hunt, that means you have to be in the domain with all of the uh, predators. You better hope that there's a lot of predators that eat. You know what I mean? So that. And even if you do want to hunt... If there's not a lot of predators, there's going to be a ton of things eating what you're looking for, and you're never going to find it. And even if you do want to hunt, the the game takes place in the wintertime, and, you know, that means food dries up regardless. Yeah. So, you know, hunting is only going to be viable for, like, 40%. Like, really, 40%. uh, uh, If you stay out there for, like, 60 days, Mm -hmm. that hunting is probably only going to be viable for, like, the first 35 or so days. Okay, and then it becomes just... Then it's wintertime, and yeah, you're going to have to fish. What I've seen from, Ooh, like, the people who fishing? make it... Yeah. What I see, okay. the people who... Oh, man, there was this one time this lady lost her fucking... Oh, that's she lost the fish. Oh, my God. And the fucking fishing implement she made. Uh, it was it was rough. Uh, it was rough, bro. She rolled like, a one. <laughs> she rolled a one. She was, it, it was rough, bro. But yeah, it, that's one. Of, that's one thing about alone. There'd be some roller coaster moments, man. You can't man. be failing your survival checks with ones. Man. Nah, that's you can't, brutal. dude. Especially when you're all by yourself and there's like, you know what I mean? It's one thing when you got like uh, food at the house, you know what I mean? So if if you drop the food while carrying it home, it's not too bad. It still hurts, but at least there's an alternative. But when you out there, bro, you drop the food, nigga. It's just like, I might be going home tomorrow. Like that's literally how it ends up being. Yeah. That's all she wrote. But this one so far, I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes, man. I, I, I contestants seem they're they're mentally prepared. A lot of them aren't. They're not like you know in the the woe is me phase yet. So that's really really good. It's always nice when people go there and they're always like, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna oh, stay man. here for the long the, haul. The, the, the downward spiral <laughs> is, is is quick when the despair hits. It's really ironic too. Like something I, I see people say on the show often. Is they say that um, actually bringing reminders of home 
is actually detrimental to your long-term stay. Mm-hmm. And you actually see that too. Like a lot of people like the remind it's the constant reminder of what you're You feel me? Not like, only that, not only that, but it's also not. the desire for the comfort. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they know they have that comfort. They know the comfort exists. And so it's just like, yo, I'm just one call away and I could get back to that spot. And that reminder, that picture I have of them is right there telling me that to do it. Like it's it's so funny. Like a lot of people they're just like, yo, I just want to go home and like be with my family, bro. Like I fuck this shit. And I'd be like, yeah. But I guess they, you know, that shows that I guess it's what is that like? What would you say is that thirty percent of the contestants are just like kind of they they don't know what they're getting into. Ah, uh, sort of. Yeah, I think everybody is sort of. As far as as far as the loneliness aspect of it, yes, and the isolation, like people who don't do that normally, that and they end up saying like that is often the worst part. People who are um thirty days. No, it's as long as you can stay, as long as you can stay, mm, uh, and um it it really it really depends. Like you know, I I think the longest is probably like sixty five. I think somewhere around That's not there. Bad. That's two two months. Yeah, but you know it's. The winter time. They, what's really impressive about is, that? Because that's the part that gets me. Yeah. It's like, oh, being alone? Oh, bitch. Nigga, I can't entertain myself. It's the maintaining the survival skills part that I'm just like, yo, yeah. that is rigorous. With the shifting environmental conditions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. And also, none of your modern creature comforts. That's, it's like, it's stacked on stacked on stacked. And people underestimate that part. And it, it's, it's, it actually, it's, it's interesting. Even just a modern day's tool set to be able to 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 um, mold your environment, super helpful. You know what I mean? Like having proper cutting implements, having proper binding implements, having something that can easily and effectively start a fire, no matter what the conditions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Almost God forbid it windy or rainy. Almost and you know, you can't eat. Everyone brings a ferro rod, bro. Like everyone, and it's really funny. One of the few people who didn't bring a ferret rod was like, I didn't bring a ferret rod as one of my 10 items because I'm pretty confident of my fire starting skills. Yo, this nigga tried to fire, start a fire for like eight hours, bro. <gasps> it was so rough. Oh, no. Eight hours is such a long time. <laughs> yeah. He did, he, he did not successfully make a fire that first night. But, no, that's so, oh, that's so bad. Yeah, because eight hours, the thing is. Like 45 minutes is a long time to do one thing over and over and over and fail. <laughs> eight hours. But the thing is, um, it's because he was probably, he's probably very accurate, but those are under ideal conditions. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You're in the Arctic. The the The, the wood is wet. You that's feel me? You don't have all the other shit. I was thinking about. Yep. It, it's like that's really where the difficult it's part comes in. It's hard to tell the moisture in, in, in frozen wood mm-hmm. because it feels dry and it's brittle, like it's dry. But it's it, the water inside. Yeah. It's only it only feels like that because the water inside of it is frozen. And, and as soon as you try to make it, you start friction. You're just gonna be melting water and moistening <laughs> the, the stick. And you, oh my god. Yeah, it's yeah. frustration right now. He had there. a hard time, bro. He had a hard time. Oof. I don't think he made it. I don't think I I mean, I think he did. He stayed through that night, but I think he went home to very soon after. <laughs> very soon. Uh, it was a precipitous decline. You feel me? And it's it's um it's a little bit morbid to say, but it's 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 funny watching like people because people usually come in there in super good spirits, man. Yeah, you gotta be. They bro. come in there with super good you spirits. Can't come into the game and ready to tackle the challenge. And then y- one day without food, 
two days without food, and it's just like, I haven't caught anything in three days. I don't know how much longer okay, I can yeah. do this. No, no, the third day is when you have to start worrying about malnutrition. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would, I would buy on the third day. Also, by the third day, you're not going to catch anything. Don't yeah, do it to because you, so. you're, you're, um, you're, you're so, like, uh, uh, debilitated from fucking lack it, of yeah. calories or shit like that. Unfortunately, like, there's a, there's a concept where you want to achieve a goal, but it takes energy to achieve the goal, but the longer you go is the longer you deplete your energy. And so unless you budget and plan to meet that goal properly, there's there's literally a zero chance, even mm-hmm. though it's something ultimately within your power to do. You could you can pass any one of those skill checks, but because of the way it's situated, because of the way that the uh, energy is budgeted out, you're just not going to be able to. Mm-hmm. Especially if what you're waiting for comes just outside that range. And there's no way for you to know that. That's, <laughs> and a lot of people. That's a lot of people. They eventually start talking like that, where they're just like, well, they where they straight up say like, I'm I'm burning too many too much calories doing this right now, and it's like I'm not sure if it's gonna pay off in the long run. So, the thing is, is like, if even if you're like planning just by the numbers, you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna break down my number my calories by numbers. Halfway through your caloric intake, the the cost to hunt and forage actually zeros out the value. Yep. To, and so it's just no point in staying. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst. That's got to be the Everybody loses part. weight on on um on a loan, bro. Yeah. To the point where some people, the, the Mexican dude that won, he was just like, yo, I came in here like 30 pounds overweight, so I got a little bit of extra reserves. I'm just going to chill. He's a dude that won by fasting for the last, like, fucking... I don't remember how long, but for, like, the last 20 days. Maybe not 20 days. Wow. I don't remember. But he fasted for the last leg of the, the journey. Yeah. I thought that nigga was high, bro. I thought it was like... Oh, nah, just the, if it's like when he was, <laughs> if you're If you're eating good and you're well-nutritioned... No, 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 no. Water. That's all he was eating was water. That's you know what I'm it. saying? Going into the fast. Oh, going in? No, no. He started oh, fasting, no. like, 30 days in. What? Like, beyond 30 days. I think he... He he went almost sixty days, and he started fasting like after everything ran out, and he couldn't catch fish anymore because the um the 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 ice became frozen over, and yeah. it was too much work for him to go out and like break the ice, sit out there, fish, get firewood, all this other stuff. So he was just like, "Yo, I'm just gonna drink water and fucking stay here and conserve energy." And that that's why I was just like, "Yo, no, they, you're high, bro. You're going home in like three days." Nope, that nigga straight up won, bro. Just because yeah. he knew his body well enough and at least... And also, he was the dude that didn't have to boil the water. So he was just... He was good on water at any point. So all he had to do was maintain his his shelter, which was pretty fucking good. My man's made a... Like a fucking... He found some metal cans and he made like a fucking professional oven using the cans and shit with his fireplace. He found cans in the woods? Yeah. Because shit That's washes lucky. up and shit like that, so That's you lucky. can you find random stuff, yeah, and you're allowed to use anything that you find or washes up near your campsite. So you think they'd be dropping shit in the water and let it let the current take it over to them? <laughs> how, how would you even I'm predict just, that? Oh, well, well, it's the current. The water the water flow isn't random. I mean, I get you, but like, uh, no, nah, I, I definitely don't think that. It's um. No, alone really joke, doesn't feel like people that. get any type of help. You know what I mean? They, they alone f- do really feel like they be out there doing that shit, especially because of like the um how much weight people lose. Like if you if you there was one dude one dude that got pulled for weight, like he looked pretty bad when they when they came and got him. 
He was trying so hard to stay, too. He cried like a motherfucker. He was like, no, I'm good. I can stay. They were like, bro, bro, you're about to, your heart's fucking up, my nigga. Like, like, Damn, we, are they we wearing can't. like a Fitbit so they can track their, their health? No, what they do Holy is shit, um, they come in, uh, they schedule meetings. Physicals? Uh, yeah, they schedule physicals for all of the um, all of the people. They they have like a little phone on them, their satellite phone, mm-hmm. and they let them know like, yo, we're coming on so-and-so a day. I believe it's once a week, but after 35 days, it starts being every three to five days, I believe, is, is what I read on it. So, yeah. And he he knew the thing was coming up, and he was he was like, "Yo, I look really bad, and I've lost a lot of weight, yeah, and I well, don't he, want them to send me home." So I'm he's there like drinking water, and he's like trying to do, he's do his best. Pot belly. This is, <laughs> he's trying to do his get best. Death but nah, they were like, "Yo, we gotta pull you, bro. This is." I think they've only from the, all the episodes I've seen, they've only pulled a handful of people. But I yeah. don't know what the point of doing that is. Like, what are you proving? I mean, it's to themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just people pushing their own limits. Outsiders will never understand because it's a limit they themselves want to surpass, you know. So it's just, I'd rather push my limits in different ways, but you know, we're all different. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I guess, yeah, it's just, it's just a, it's just a, uh, like a compulsion. It has nothing to yeah. do with like, oh, it's because you know I'm a survivalist and. I'm sure that's a part of it because most of those people are actual survivalists or bushcraft professional bushcrafters. Yeah, but when you become that malnutrition, it's just like you're gonna die soon, dude. Yeah, you're not surviving. It is what I can't speak. I can't speak for other people. So you know what I mean? I can't speak like for that, other people. That part I don't get as much, but um, I, I don't know why other people would push themselves that bad. That's definitely something that you would have to ask them specifically. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't care that much. But um, <laughs> it's like, but, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like, oh, okay, gotcha. Good on yeah. you guys. It's a fun no, show. No, I, I do Enjoy. like people who know how to actually go out there and survive and come out the other end of it. Like, yo, in in this situation, I could live, you know, ad infinitum until my natural death. That shit is dope. You know what I mean? I think that that is something to um to be lauded because there was a point in human history. You know what I mean? And this that's what this show, what vague interest I, I do get out of it is in seeing people in the primal state because this this very much and this is my own little tangent um aside from from the show is when you see people in this uh state in this dire state of survival and and conservation and so forth it it to me it tells why it tells me why like coming together was so important for human development and evolution like we, it's really, I can only imagine trying to raise children in that environment. You know what I mean? Like, there was, there, not only were you foraging, not only did you, do you have an extremely small support network and maybe not in a very complex uh, language system to communicate, but you're trying to raise children in these environments. And, and that's why I find, like, it's really interesting to see, like, man, fuck, man, in humans' current state, I'm not exactly sure if we could survive, you know what I mean? The way that our ancestors did, you know what I mean? Just on, just on the fact of, could we perform the skills in, in, in our current physical state? Well, like probably not human? because our world has diverged so much that we don't, mm-hmm. we don't train those skills anymore. 
We've, so yeah, we've the majority that, of people sure. probably definitely could not survive that because well, I would say the majority they don't have to. Western societies. I'm yeah, sure there's people, true. You know what I mean? If you, yes, if you are currently living in that state, then yeah. yes, you can survive in that state. But yeah. as I mentioned, like our society has moved mm-hmm. on so much that we don't train those skills anymore because we don't need mm-hmm. to. So people who train those skills usually do it out of a hobby. It's usually yeah. out of a special interest. Yeah, you know, um, it, it's something that that I, I, I feel like at least... In Kendrick's, you know, education, I want him to at least have understanding of... That's why, like, it sucks that things like Boy Scouts are fucking, you know, fucked up institutions. Because the skills that they represent are fucking really, really important, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Because you you never know. And as society, you know, frays more and more at the tips, it's not difficult to find yourself in those situations. It's not difficult to want to be away from, you know what I mean? Like, just as someone who might want to live, you know, without the 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 grand buildup of urban life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to have some skills. Well, you see, know, rural life requires skills, you know, not even just, like, completely outdoors life, but, like, um, outland life. It's even just rural life requires skills, you know? Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it is those desires creates an opportunity to do those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like there is a gap. So that's a gap that you could fill. You're like, I, I was actually when we were hanging out with Jeff the other day, he was talking about um going camping and shit. And I was like, you know, that would be fucking lit because yeah. I've I, it's been a really long time since I've actually I've only done like army camping, which isn't really camping. It's like paperwork. fucking whack shit. So I'd actually really like to go camping for real once just to just to like sort of be like shit was back in the day you know like i grew up in fucking woodlands pretty much like bush so it's nice to like go back to uh, or at least away from society a little bit you know what i'm saying see some stars i saw this um instagram video of this girl <clears throat> this this british jamaican girl she was like yo i went to jamaica and i actually saw stars for the first time you you don't get to see any stars in london because of the pollution like you're half right. It's life pollution, but you know, it's it, yes, it, it's really nice seeing stars, and you don't really see that as a city person. Yeah, no, I mean, if it's not the skyline blocking you, you got tons of, of you know, smog, clouds, everything in the way. So yeah, you know, it's it's definitely something like I've been throughout my life being somebody who worked in agriculture for a significant portion of my 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 career. Uh, I was always in the outdoors. You know what I mean? So I always had. It was never the food cultivation that bothered me. I actually don't particularly feel like that would be where I struggled because my taxonomy is a little bit weak, but it's good enough to get me edible food. It, it's really like, you know, the consistent starting fires without implements type of things that I just don't practice. You know what I mean? The kind of dead skills that, 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 that you're referencing before that aren't useful that, you know, it would be easy for me to keep up on if I actually, um, if I actually wanted to. And so... Yeah, that's something that I, I, I do think about, you know, because the intellectual knowledge of the process of doing things is not the same as the practice of doing them over and over, you know? And so, yeah, yeah. same thing, just like fighting, you know what I mean? Yeah. Muscle like, memory is real. <clears throat> just like being able to, to defend yourself. It's just one of those things that even if you can't perform it at the highest level, you should always be able to f- perform it to, to an at least a satisfactory level for yourself, you know what I mean? It's a huge part of confidence, things like that. But um, yeah, just going back to what I was saying originally, um, yeah, it being in those those uh 
those environments, it kind of feels like, you know, societal and family connections, going out into tribal connections were necessary, you know, for people to be able to rear children because I can't imagine, I can't imagine trying to consistently forage and get all of this stuff done with a, with a child who is um, anywhere from one to, to, to two. And you can't take yourself out the game for two years. You know what I mean? Like, and just like focus on that. And so, yeah, you got to be able to like, you know, either have a family member or some kind of social structure with plus one or plus as many as you can. And so, you know, society becomes necessary, you know, and that's that I understand that that it's it's funny that today the people who are mo the most into preserving those skills are the people who are the least into society and it's like man those are the skills that made us value having other people around because at every other person around that you can communicate with in a trustworthy manner takes some of the stress off of producing those those um those skills on a regular basis you know so yeah that's that's what I think about a lot when we talk about when you talk about alone, like man, man oh man, couldn't imagine doing a family in that in that scenario, right? Having, yeah, not just to take care of yourself, but having other mouths to feed mm -hmm. and clothe and keep warm and mm -hmm. away from bears. Not yeah, not for nothing. Like like towards the end of of the nine months of pregnancy, you got three months where you have to be. You got to be very vigilant around around the mother because she's not very mobile. She's not, she's in a very delicate emotional state to say the least. And and you know what I mean? She needs to have an intake of of certain things for her to maintain her body because, you know, amniotic fluid is a lot of water, you know what I mean? And it, and so yeah, it's just I, once again, I could never imagine doing that in the in that environment making sure that and then the the I guess that's where the uh humans started thinking of the miracle of birth cuz it's like goddamn <laughs> you made it through all that shit it's a miracle but uh yeah dude anyway yeah that's alone that, that's all you've been getting into yeah i saw alone in a couple other episodes of baki and that, nice. was, that was pretty much all i really watched this week that's what's up. Yeah, we'll we'll probably talk more about Baki on the wrap up. You know, after we we watch all the episodes, we'll do a big rundown. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I didn't catch too much. It was Kendrick's birthday, so uh, we headed out to Legoland. So this week has been on mostly Legos, man. <laughs> on my free time, I've been trying to get in some BG three because fuck, man, ah, I'm enjoying it so much. It's so good. It's pretty awesome. Oh man, uh, I made a fucking um. Uh, Paladin Warlock just to min max and chop some niggas heads off. It yeah, works. I saw this um this ridiculous um uh uh, <clears throat> uh uh multi class build with the with the fighter warlock because mm. for some strange reason the the warlock extra attack stacks with the fighter's extra attack so you can get something like without haste you get something like six attacks in one round. Um. Oh wow. Yeah, I've been seeing the the, the computers. Because I only play on Tactician, and boy, oh boy, yo, the computer be doing me up sometimes. I was like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I did. Yo, I, I went to go do the I Car do Carlac that. quest, and uh, the the knights that you got to go kill. Oh, yeah, they're hella strong. Bro. Yeah, the, the knights are super strong. 
That's what made me go get my Paladin Warlock. I was like, all right, fuck this shit. Yeah. I'm about to, all right, that's what y'all doing? All right. I've been having fun, you know, playing some flavorful stuff that I've been enjoying. I made a, um, a Dragonborn uh, Ranger Fighter who's fucking, yo, my G. Archery is very strong. It is. Archery's and they have a, a lot of really cool, like, uh, 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 special ammunition yeah. that I did not know oh, they I got were that strong. Oh, I got an ammunition drop, too. I've been holding on to it. I'm about to blow some nigga up with that shit. Um, but, yeah, I made a Dragonborn Ranger fighter who, who's very strong. Um, I have my monk, um, my drunken monk. He's sticking around because that nigga's a beast. And now I got my, um, my paladin warlock. Yeah, I, I've made several, several other builds beyond that <laughs> that have been scrapped. I went through actually, and um, I was because I think I had, I think I was on my seventh character, and I was like, all right, four of these guys are, they're not. <laughs> not only are they not working, but they're also not going to get played. So fuck it's it. Funny. And you also, you really only need to make completely new characters if you're changing their look and their race. Because you can just yeah. re-roll, respec everything yeah, from the respec. Uh, a dragonborn, an orc. My um, drunken monk is an orc. And um, my paladin warlock is, is a tiefling. The half-orcs are pretty lit. Yo, I, I like half-orcs. I'm a big fan. Um, I actually... The only reason why I stopped fucking with, 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 with orcs in general is because I hated World of Warcraft spalders. Bro, mm -hmm. the shoulders are too big. The shoulders are too damn big, bro. I couldn't do it. Nah, I think they're perfect, bro. No, 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 no. Orcs are some of the best shoulders. Nah, the show. I mean, disproportionate. Especially Gromish. Uh, well, no, some of them did look like um, uh, Gromish Hellscream. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, Garage, um, I'm sorry. Garage Hellscream. Garage. He's the one who had the um the tusks coming yep. out. Yeah, them mm -hmm. joints was fresh. Them joints was fresh. Um, But yeah, they see, those weren't so disproportionate. Yeah, I mean, the tusks were the majority of the pads. Some of them joints was out of control, my guy. Especially PvP shoulders, like my my dude. Why? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, fucking. Now that I got to customize my 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 half worker appearance, dope. Um, but yeah, Baldur's Gate been doing a lot. But yeah, dude, we've been uh we went ham at Legoland. Fucking, I bought so many sets. Like we've been opening <laughs> up two a day all week. Um, getting more complex with them as we go. He's actually picking up um the building too, so I'm enjoying nice. watching him slowly pick up the, the the skills, stuff like that. But uh yeah, man. I'm about to get to the real complex ones, I think tomorrow. I got a um Pag Pagnini Utopia uh uh supercar model. <laughs> got That's got him one cool. of those, and then I got him um Hulkbuster Iron Man armor. Got both of those set up in uh in the Lego sets, so That'll be fun to to put together. Those are those are going to be uh, interesting because they're definitely more complex. Yeah, the Hulkbuster sounds lit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude. Uh, other than that, I haven't been catching too much. You know what I do want to catch though? Fucking Blue Beetle, dog. Yeah, I'm definitely. I've heard see some that. good things. I've seen a couple of good images. You know what I mean from the promotional stuff. I'm 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 excited. I don't know when I'm going to get around to it, because right now it's all Legos and BG3, but we'll see. Hopefully in the next week or two, I'll be able to, to separate. Well, nah, because not this weekend. Next weekend is um Carolina's birthday. Shout out to Carolina. Happy early birthday. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it'll be a little while before I see Blue Beetle, but I hope you are you gonna catch it. Yes. Nice. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to hearing your first impressions. Um, you know what I did watch? Um, I did a second watch on Across the Spider Verse. Hmm. Really good movie. It's very very solid. Very very solid on rewatch. Definitely reaffirmed to me that number one is my favorite of the two. But this movie was really good, man. Really, really good. Fucking catching all of the quips that that, that kind of like slid under the radar before was very fun. Um, getting to watch all the Easter eggs, especially in the um, in the in the what they call the the headquarters, the the spider the Spider Verse headquarters. I do not remember. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that area, all the tidbits there. I really enjoyed the virtual. Spider Woman, she was cool. Yeah, there was a couple of different versions of the her. Tech girl that helped him out, helped him. Yeah, escape. there was like a Gwen version. There was like a, a Jessica um, Drew version um, of the Virtual Spider Girls, and they were all really dope. Um, I feel like Jessica Drew was underused though. Definitely. When, when I'm looking back at the movie, like she had everything that she was included in was just really cool action pieces. She had a, like one or two like one line scenes where she flashed in for maybe six seconds, said a line or two to Gwen, and then that's it. But very underused, man. Um, but it is what it is. The movie was stacked full, and honestly, Pretty I feel much. like they could have cut a piece of the <laughs> ending off. So there was, if that's the case, and there's really not much else they they could have done to to flesh out her character. Um, I want to know who the baby daddy is. Yeah, you know I mean, I want to know. I don't know what's I thought going it was on Miguel. in her life. No, I'm just joking. Uh, Black Twitter wants to know, though. No, I'm joking. Isn't it Miguel? Is is it? Is... It, it seemed to me that it, that's what I always assumed, that they were together. You feel oh, me? Oh, wow. Okay. I, I don't know. I didn't... Listen, man. I'm here for that that uh, the interracial love. You know what I mean? Miguel's, Miguel is Hispanic, right? Because I know yes. his last name is O'Hara. I don't, he's not like a dark-skinned Irishman or something. No, right? he's Hispanic. Okay. Yeah, because that's why he's pleased by Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't. I didn't pick up on that, but that's as sensible as a reason. That's as sensible as a uh, as as a person as anyone. Um, which would explain why she was there while she was pregnant instead of you know taking a little bit of time off, let the infinite uh, uh, Jessica Drews in the universe take over for a little bit. But um. Yeah, man. I would have loved to, to, to get some more development on her, maybe in some side material. You know, anything like that would have been would have been dope because that character was... I mean, and I don't know, man. I feel like they could have used her time better because it was all action sets, but Hobie was only on... The, you know Hobie has combined screen time of like five minutes or something like that? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you could pack it in there, man. You could pack a whole lot of character into a short period of time. Um, if that's what you're going to do. But, um... Yeah, she just wasn't the focus. Yeah, no, nah, she, she definitely wasn't. And it was funny because I I started... I noticed all the pieces that Hobie stole to make the watch throughout the course of the, the movie. You see, he was stealing the pieces actively while they were walking through the um the headquarters. Uh, mm-hmm. The first time Miles went, uh, went in... Um, and, Went into the headquarters. And so, yeah, dude, I was like, man, they really had so much going on in every inch of this movie, bro. Like, 
every scene just packed full. But man, let me tell you, Miles's moments—they were the animation, the voice. Who's who's Miles's um voice actor? Because let me tell you, his delivery on those lines was just Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore, yes, dude. Like when when he realizes um uh when he looks back at Gwen and says, "You knew," yo, that whole sequence, um. When he's when he's talking to his mom, yo. When he's talking to his mom, when he thinks it's his mom, but he's really in Universe Forty Two, and she doesn't know who's by, and he's ready to, and he's talking about how you know I took them all on, I found how strong I was, like oh man, <laughs> man, bro, the delivery, like that shit was it was really powerful. I think he, that that kid's. I can't wait to see. Well, I shouldn't call him a kid. That 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 young man. I hope to see very much more from him because because that 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 is uh, a performance worth following up. Um, I hope he has access and opportunities to 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 get some more roles. You know what I mean? Because you can only voice what you what you got the opportunities for. I mean, that's on him, my nigga. If if you if you spearhead a movie like that and you can't get any more work, you need to fire everybody around you. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it's assuming they did, but everyone around you could do their job, and you. It depends on what the industry wants to do with you. I feel you, but if the, I would be more receptive to that idea if this movie didn't do well, right? Given how well both of the movies did, if he wants opportunities, he should be able to get them without too much effort. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I'm well, saying. Yeah, but what if the only opportunities they want to give him are exploitative? Uh, oh, so that's his fault. And the then no, no. Nah, then he just oh, needs okay. to get better people. Then he but, needs to get better people. When you know Disney's what I mean? giving you offers, there's nothing you could do. There's no people around you can. Disney's get not the only person in the game. But he, this is the caliber of stuff that we're talking about. So when we're talking about you. opportunity. It is what you can get at times. It's I do not understand what you're saying. No, I, I do understand. I'm not really dismissing. I just don't see. Basically, I see his opportunity where he is. Mm-hmm. I see he now has enough. Um, clout to be able to make those kind of Mm -hmm. requests in order to be able to direct his own career at this point i don't see him as like a starting out actor there's a ton of other things that have nothing to do with him that will be very influential in that and i hope that those those things come into confluence in his favor because they don't always they don't always and that's and that's the part that sucks i really wish it was as meritocratic as we say as that everyone does their job and then everything ends up the way that we want it to unfortunately that's the minority of outcomes work that way and so you know i i really hope that that especially for a young black man those things come together in his in his benefits you know what i mean because you know you know jason weaver you know did simba and you know he's only had marginal success thereafter and so that's not just on him his mom and his team was doing great and they were you know setting him up right it's it is a lot of that has to do with the opportunities and people who are willing to work with you, especially if they know they don't, you're not interested in being exploited. You would like a fair share of what's going on, you know? So that's, that's, that's all I'm getting at. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, the second watch of Across the Spider-Verse, definitely a pleasurable one. But yeah, beyond that, I didn't get into too much else. Definitely looking forward to, to trying to catch Blue Beetle. Um, Ahsoka is 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 really uh, coming close soon, right? That should be. Yeah, I do believe weeks. it comes out in August. It should be out. Yeah, probably by in a couple of weeks, more or less. 
And so, yeah, that'll that'll definitely be one that we'll, uh, we'll probably keep up to date with, hopefully, um, as they release. But um, I'm not sure how you plan on watching that or if you plan on watching it. But um, if so, I definitely want to chat chat about it as it comes. But, um, yeah, moving on from that, we can hit up some of these here topics. Oh, man, social media was a buzz, bro. So it turns out that um, just recently... Are, are you familiar with the movie The Blind Side? Yes. With Sandra Most Bullock? are familiar with the incident happening with them as well, too, yeah. Yeah. I, that was, I, I feel like that was pretty tragic that he just recently... So The, the Blind Side is a movie about... The movie is about a white family who adopted a, uh, a young black boy and then used the family structure to help him excel at sports and so forth. You know, it's supposed to be heartfelt. It's a white savior story, but, you know, I don't think it has the worst intentions. Um, I don't know. Now, I don't know if the director and the, the writer and everyone knew the truth of the story when they did this. It wouldn't surprise me if they didn't do their research. But in reality, this story, this young man was taken into conservatorship. Similarly to how Britney Spears was taken into conservatorship, not only against his will, but completely unbeknownst to him. No one ever explained it. He had no control of any of his contracts. He has had no control. And he's only found out until recently that that is actually not a legal thing to do um, after he became old enough to take care of his own finances. And so, um, yeah, it's a shame, man. It's a it's a real shame. I mean, and and everybody is, is is hot on Sandra Bullock's tale. I mean, honestly, I don't hold her responsible for anything. I don't think it's too hard for her to make a response and say, "My bad, I didn't know," because that's literally all people were were expecting from her. But whether or not she chose to or not is entirely up to her. And so, I don't think that. That that's the the I think the big uh, uh, upset of this story. Obviously, the big upset of the story is the treatment of this man, and how in the world that this could happen. That for so long, these people. I mean, I'm assuming they were lying to him because he's he's co he's a coherent person. He obviously knows how to follow directions, follow rules. He's he's cognitive. You know what I mean? I don't think that a cognitive person mixes up your we are your conservators with you are our son. These people were couching this language in family language to deceive him on purpose. You know, and that's I find that to be exceedingly fucked up. And then people are gonna say da 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 and and I just have a hard time believing that. See, because this did happen to Britney Spears, which is who's a white woman, you know. But in this way, yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is even racially motivated. It just feels racially motivated the way it's being put out. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's fucked up all around, though. Like to lie about to lie to someone that that you are going to. Uh, represent this position in his life of a mother and father as family and to just exploit them like that is wild to me. Like, 
I mean, I get it when the corporate structure dehumanizes and all, 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 all of that stuff. I've come to understand that that is that is a material thing. I don't understand what makes an individual family like that fucked up. That they would take in this this young boy like that, and then, I mean, that's modern day slavery, man. Because they were taking his money without him having any recompense of it legally. You know what I mean? Like, that's wild to me. That it's like you know, they you know they they've they've done nothing but change the legal framework of slavery it feels like does that seem hyperbolic to say nope it feels like 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 all that's happened is is the legal framework framework for slavery has changed and it's less compulsory and more like we'll just deny you the things you need until you choose to go into whatever whatever form of you know what i mean coerced uh, uh work we have available for you which is yeah, it's, it's, called, it's called adaptation. It's not only positive. You can use it for fucked up shit, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, but, I mean, and that is what capitalism does, you know, because it, it circumvents its boundaries. You know, it never, it never, like, solves them. It just circumvents them. And it circumvented the, the emotional upheaval of the average person seeing, you know, what was going on and... Actually, I don't even know if that's what I don't. I, I genuinely don't know why Americans wanted to legally stop slavery outside of the fact that it meant that white workers couldn't enter those industries because you just couldn't compete with slave labor. Like you know what I mean? Like imagine you wanted to just be a white guy farming cotton. You don't want to have anything to do with the with the black people. You're actually just as racist as everyone else. You're just not interested in owning slaves. You just want to farm your cotton. You can't do that. You just can't do it because no one's going to pay you whatever the price is for your cotton because the price coming out of those slave plantations, way cheaper. So that's the only reason why I can't imagine they wanted to ban slavery as capitalists. Because... uh, it wasn't because they, they they felt bad for the people. You know, like you had Quakers who who objected to slavery on a a, a moral basis because of their religion, but that was an extreme minority, man. Those wasn't a lot of them, man. Not a lot of them at all. <laughs> you know, and and while America was a lot smaller, I I don't think that that's a a large enough cultural segment to be drawing upon. Like, yeah, see, look, Americans always. Always deep down hated. No, 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 no. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. And so, yeah, I really, I really don't know why this country abolished slavery. If ultimately they wanted to keep it socially available to them, like you can't, you can't. PR. Run. What's that? <clears throat> PR. You think you think it's that a bad the rest look. of the world? Um, because it was, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I I really don't know. But well, um, no, I mean, that's not a crazy idea. That that yeah, America, Britain had already abolished slavery before America did. You know what I mean? And so it looks bad in international relations when all of your peers on the Western stage are are abolishing slavery. So that I mean, I don't think that that's a crazy thing to throw out there. Of course not. You I know, threw it out and so there. and so. 
yeah, you know, like, so I guess it was just a confluence of a bunch of minor reasons as they were like, all right, I guess we got to do it. It's, it's, what, it's one of those things, man. You're just going to have to pick the reason you like, you know what I mean? Either way, it just made it harder for them to do the things that they wanted to do because now, boy, oh, boy. And also, the thing is, like, I, I tend to not like to think, like, all of those are the same people, you know what I mean? The people that wanted to get rid of slavery and the people that wanted to redefine it aren't necessarily the same people. They could just be the people who came after them and oh, yeah, wanted yeah. the same benefits but knew they couldn't go about it the same way, so oh, they yeah. had no choice but to adjust. Well, they're definitely not the same people. There's, there's the same class of people, just culturally very much different. Right, and in which case that would apply, like— they might still want to do that, but yeah. that option is just no longer available. But because you still want to do that, you're going to find an alternative. Yeah, and that's what, that's how they circumvent. But yeah, man, it's a shame. But you know, honestly, that that blind side story was that was a so, so many people's feel good story, man. It was supposed it was one of those things that was like, man, healing the rift type of things. It's a scam, man. It's a scam, man. Like, I don't know. It seems like racial progress in this country is really a scam. Because, like, what are they going to point to? Like, Kamala Harris? Is that supposed to be racial progress? Or what, what, what Katanji Brown-Jackson? I mean, because these are, these are people who are not effectively doing anything for the black community. Or for the female community, for that matter. You know, so it's like, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. Where's the progress progress? They're rolling back the, ro- the, the voting rights, so... You know, the John Lewis's and all of those legacies that, that we like to hearken on for for talking about progress through politics in, this, in society, they rolling them bitches back. And it's bipartisan. So so let's, let you know, I'm not really sure, you know, what they mean by that, that there's progress. You know, I see a lot of people doing a lot of different shit. But probably, but it, lateral movement is not progress. You know what I mean? It's just movement, and that's you know just just as much as you can have negative and positive movement. You know you can have lateral movement, and that's I, I when it comes to something like racism that has such violent extremes. Not really. It, I, I'm interested in the in the progress, not the not the sideways movement, because that sideways movement. That's that's the the realm of of Democrats right now. Um, it's the the it's the realm of of a lot of people who claim progressiveness, and that's. It, it, I hate to see people occupying spaces that need activity. You know what I mean? Standing in those spaces is problematic because there's only a finite amount of room in them, and so yeah we'll see we'll see but it, it it was all ugly it was all ugly watching that that go down um and leave sandra book alone so what she's she's culturally insensitive who cares which one of them isn't you know what i mean like we've all lost somebody and it's not too much to text your pr person can you please make a statement for me you don't have to think about anything else. You know what I mean? So it, it, she's being lazy and insensitive, and fuck her for that. But I don't care that much to actually, like, raise a ruckus about it. Not when there's fucking actual modern-day slavery happening right now. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's just sad that that's where the conversation mostly was being generated rather than, yo, 
how the fuck do we deal with this conservatorship? Because this conservatorship shit is is getting out of control. It's getting out of control. And 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 I'm starting to wonder, like, is this a significant amount of people in society who are garnering their their incomes by by taking advantage of people? Like, is that is is that a thing? Is that what's yes. going on? Memphis making easy money, pimping hoes in style. Damn. <laughs> Had that one in the, in the holster, ready ready to shoot. Um, but yeah, dude. People exploiting people, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, why should I work? Legal system like that. Why should that's I why. work when I can have somebody else work for me and I can just take the labor from them? Unfortunately, that's not limited to white-collar criminals, that ideology. And, and it's... It, it's the sad part is, is that when you describe it that way, it sounds just like working. It's like, I mean, that is what work is. You go to work, and some nigga takes up ninety percent of the value of your work. And so it, it, it's, I, I, it's accurate, but I think a bit misleading. You know what I mean? Because unfortunately, what they're doing is typically the the pretenses they put the people under the conservatorship for are t- are misleading and that's the what makes it different than regular work like mechanically yes functionally yes it's pretty that's the same yeah dynamic. there's nuances they're not it's not exactly the same thing it's not a one for one for sure and but so, yeah, there are strong similarities between the two very scenarios strong. And, and so we should probably alter work to not look so much like that and also alter conservatorships to not be not to be able to be initiated under misleading pretenses like i i you know i do understand like sometimes there are people who have legit dementia you know what i mean and that is after a life of obtaining much material resources and in their own best interest that exists but how do conservatorships... And then there's people who have been bequeathed these things, inherited, uh, uh, for whatever reason. And they also... But how is it that the court has been so inept at discerning the malfeasance of people taking advantage of others? You know what I mean? Like, that's the part that, that, that's kind of wild to me that I think needs to be addressed. That should be, the I think, the main discussion in this um, conversation, not what Sandra Bullock said. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that that is what it is. But, man, it was not looking good for for her, for her on the social media. They was burning it down. Um, but moving on from that. It's good misdirection. Yeah, it yes, feels like yes. it, right? Are, Go that... after Sandra Bullock while the real people are fucking yeah. ignoring you goofballs. You know how far removed from the actual incident an actor is? Fucking goofy-ass people. First of all, she definitely did not research this shit. She did not research this, nor did her agent research this. They read a script. And that script is their entire engagement with this idea. And also, that was met. like almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Fuck, I mean, people are so dumb. It is. It's, it's wild to me that he just found out about this, that I think that the court proceedings started two years ago. Yeah, I mean, just, I don't know. Where was where your con. money going? That's but, the long con for again, sure. You know, I, they probably built up or lowered his tolerance to that by getting him to trust him by pretending to be his parents for all those years. Yeah, I'm not to say I'm not uh, doubting that they 
did some relationship building there. You know what I mean? I mean, like, they had to. You feel me? It wouldn't have run that smoothly if they didn't. Right? Dang, that's sociopathic, yo. They sat there and pretended to be that man's parents to his face for all them years. Anyway, moving on from that. In, in, in another uh, case of, of, of white people just... Just showing that they have very little goodwill for others. So Hawaii was recently hit by some wildfires, which is not the most unheard of thing. Or, I'm sorry, forest fires. But they became wildfires because a monsoon, or I believe a hurricane, passed by, and the winds... It didn't drop rain, it hit them with the winds first. And the encroaching winds whipped up the... um, the, the fires and turned them into wildfires. Swept the whole uh, island of Lahane, Lahan. Um, if I'm mispronouncing that, I apologize. But um, but just, uh, I think the Lahane is the city. It's the island of o- uh, Oahi. Man, I'm really bad with all these names. But one of the, the, the medium-sized tourist islands in Hawaii was ravaged by fucking wildfires and when you see the pictures it's crazy it looks like some um you remember um terminator 2 when when sarah connor was having flashbacks of the apocalypse mm-hmm. after like the whole explosion and everything settles down and how blast out and scorched it looks like that was the island my g it's fucking bad man and uh once more white people pr- uh swoop in to prove that they have no love for anybody and immediately I mean, it's still literally happening right now. It's just happening. And they're already trying to buy people's properties from them. <laughs> That's funny. And, you went, and, and, and just to show how, how fucked up of a culture this is. Because it's not just one person. It's a group of people. And it's enough people for me to say, yo, check your people's dog. You know what I mean? If two dozen, you know, of every one type of person just rolled up and started wholesale buying land from one other ethnic group of people, we'd be like, yo, this seems kind of, seems kind of motivated, guys. And they're just swooping in, and they're offering them pennies on the dollar of the value. And the worst part is, is like, okay, fine, you don't want to pay for the structure because it's blasted out. The value of land in Hawaii, my guy, is fucking very valuable. And they're not even willing to give them money commensurate to the value of the land, knowing that they're about to quadruple it down when they develop that shit and start making money off of it. Like, it's such a fundamentally corrupt core value in a culture for people to think that it's okay. And it's, and the, it's let's just put it this way. So many people did it that the governor had to close all land sales on the island. No one can buy land on the island anymore. Not white people, not nobody. Because it was going, it was threatening to 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 disrupt the economy of the entire island. So it's not just you know one or two bad actors in the system. No, a whole group of people had the same debased idea of shortcutting disaster victims for their fucking homes. Like just the the kind of vapid culture it takes for that many people to not only. Not only that many people have that idea, but have the resources to do that. Like, god damn, dog. Like, I don't know what it is, man, but something's got to give. Like, I don't know, man. 
it's just it's I don't know how you remedy that kind of malaise in culture. Like that's that's just hugely I mean, yes, hopefully the governmental structure is providing remedy for it. You know what I mean? And they're they're going to stop it from happening. But I hope that they they have a plan to deal with what happens because you can't ban land sales on the island forever. It's gonna have to lift that moratorium. So so I wanna see what they do once the moratorium was listed. Is he doing this because so much heat? Because let me tell you, the the, the residents of the island, they're using social media and they're getting the word out there. They're like, yo, they're going crazy over here. There are there they won't even they won't even give us our ins- insurance reimbursements. You know? And then on top of that, they're putting us by not giving us the insurance reimbursements. They're forcing our hand when these people come to set. And it's probably people and hedge funds owned by the same company. Let's be a hundred. Those are all conglomerated industries. Insurance and real estate. You know what I mean? They're all owned through shell companies and all of this stuff. So in all likelihood, this is probably coordinated. It's not. It's not like a conspiracy theory to think that the same bank that gives money to the real estate company is the same bank that gives money to the insurance company, and they don't want to pay out the insurance, and they want to buy property, and so it's very easy for them to coordinate those two things. You see what I'm saying? Like, does that sound conspiracy theory-ish, or does that sound like how shit works? It does sound like a conspiracy theory, but it does sound like what they actually do. I mean, you have to coordinate it together. You wouldn't be able to do something like this without some sort of coordination. Also, if you're all doing the same thing, it's all sort of inevitable that you would end up talking to each other about it. You know, these there's no way these people are unrelated. And it's technically a conspiracy. It's conspiracy just multiple people. Yeah, the, the, there's, the there's no way this is all... I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? Never let a good tragedy go to waste, but there's no way these people are all working independently. It's fucking crazy, bro. And just disaster capitalism, man. Just the worst. The worst, man. Capitalizing off of this tragedy I mean, capital. So, so we went from tragedy capitalism to disaster capitalism. Yeah, it's cap it's cap it's just capitalism. You're just adding extra steps to it. It's just capitalism. Yeah, I, it, we're just I'm just enunciating Pretty like, much. primary victims. Um, that's all I mean. Who's it's your primary victim? People of tragedy. Who's your primary victims? People in disaster. Capitalize on any opportunity, man. It doesn't matter. Labor any capitalism? single opportunity that shows up if you're not exploiting it, you're fucking up. If you're a capitalist. It's true. It's true. You're quote unquote leaving money on the table by not robbing I everyone you hate see. That mindset so much. You're right. You're absolutely right. And that's so prevalent. It, and it bothers me so much that it's like so core to like look, some people won't do business in any other way. Like at all. You know, shout out to Blue Bear and my homeboy Andy. Yo, my guy. He he yo, he can't do business unless he's buying the whole boat. I'm just like, bro, bro, you're doing too much. And so yeah, dude, fucking Yeah, man. It's it's just one of those things. It's the ideology like, yo, I got to do this. There's no other way. Yeah. But uh moving on from that. Uh, I want to. We'll close up on this one, man. So Ukraine and Russia still in the throes of war, and they they weren't joking. This is this is about to go on for like a two year stretch, man. Um, 
or or until Putin decides that 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 he's done with this world. Because let me tell you, man, I don't think I think if this guy gets cornered and he thinks that he doesn't have a future, he's definitely willing to take out the futures of uh, uh, of as many other people as possible. And that, that's problematic, you know. And that's only spe- speaking of someone who used the most thin and false pretext to just march across border lines and take Crimea. Now take the 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 whole. Uh, He's taken eastern Donbass region of, of of Ukraine. You know, this is not a man who I think respects life and boundaries, you know? And so this this war is is, is definitely showing no no signs of of waning anytime soon. And um it's a shame too, because the only chance of it ever waning, I think, would be if Ukraine actually was fighting a defensive war. But Ukraine has has jumped full off the ship and I've fully backed away from any support that I have of Ukraine. I can't anymore at on the onset of this. It is what it is. We wanted to see a better outcome from this, but now that Ukraine has now steadily for several months now progressed offensives into Russian territory, it's not a defensive war anymore. And so it's only a matter of time until Russia decides to either cut off, the 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 u.s backing or or i don't think he's going to surrender do you think that that's really an option for him in this i I would as you just said putin doesn't seem like someone that respects life or anything like that so i do not i cannot imagine someone saying willfully surrendering to someone who they know will probably wipe them off the face of the earth and pretty much take out all their stress on them for everything they went through for the last two years that's a suicide mission yeah um, oh my God! Especially when the I mean the Ukrainian language is so vitriolic. Like these dudes are, they're fucking warmongers, man. Like heavy warmongers. Yo, CNN fucked around and put an old black lady on TV who told the real history of Ukraine. Shit was crazy. She called out the Nazi past. She called out um, that they when Black Lives Have happened, uh, Black Lives Matter happened. That there was Ukrainian soccer teams flying um Derek Friedrich Chauvin flags um like and it's like yo what does this even have to do with you oh you don't like black people like this is deep white supremacist behavior that you would connect to these people across the fucking world from you for no other reason than this man choked a black man to death with his knee on the pavement got it um and so yeah you know. I want to be a good progressive. I want to be, you know, a good friend to to my Ukrainian friends, but I'm not going to support this fucking war no more. And I'm not going to abide by that shit, unfortunately. That shit is it's trash. It's trash. The fact that 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 both sides and this was really my point in bringing this up, both sides have started jailing anti-war dissidents. And that's when you know it's gone sideways. Like, this is an active, active, hot war. This is not a defensive war. This is not a war of aggression. This is just an active, hot... This was gonna happen. This feels like it was gonna happen no matter what. It was just Ukraine waiting for it to happen. Because they have moved completely away from any acceptance of of a peace treaty, of de-escalation. They said, no. We accept nothing less than a 100% Russian 
uh, uh, withdrawal from 100% of 2019. Uh, I mean, uh, not even 2019. Well, 20, 2015, when they took Crimea, they want to go back to 2015 borders. They want Crimea back. And it's just like, they're not going to do that, nigga. They built a fucking submarine port there. They're not going to give that shit to you. Are you crazy? Like, what, what the fuck, man? Like, it, I don't. I just don't understand how Ukraine thinks that... Okay, even if they were to say they want to go back to the 2020 borders, that would be, I mean, a negotiated point. But to say you want to go back to, we want Crimea back, that's a... That is a a a a, um, a stipulation to 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 ending the war. It's like I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how you negotiate prior aggressions in the current negotiations. If of course you just have no no interest in seeing these negotiations go any further, and I'm just not sure how you do that as the 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 president of a of, of a country at war who's losing lives you know who's who's impressing soldiers I do not fuck around with that impressment is the act of forcing one into military service I'm not with that shit you know what I mean and they opened their borders to mercenaries and then started forcing the mercenaries to coordinate with their troops and that's not what people wanted to do hey you know what I mean people want to fight on their own terms. You know, you started this war zone. You created the perpetual war zone, which is what I prognosticated would happen when this first happened. I said the way that it's going, the way it's set up, the way they're funneling money, the way the arms manufacturers are profiting, the way that all of the people in Congress are invested into the arms manufacturers that are profiting, they're setting up a permanent war zone. You know? And 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 I don't know if Putin's going to abide by that. Clearly Zelensky's okay with it. Zelensky is completely okay with Ukraine being a war zone until the day he dies. Not even the day he leaves office. He, he doesn't care if it's a war zone until the day he dies. And that's clear. I don't know if Putin wants to push this point until the day that, that Zelensky dies, though. And if that's the case, then he will... I think Zelensky might not be long for this world. Because that's... that's if If Putin feels like to end this war, he has to get a pro Putin um uh leader established he'll sure as hell try you know what i mean and so yeah it's really a shame that all the goodwill has been squandered any hopes and thoughts um that this would have been a short you know blip in the the military history of ukraine and and russia It wasn't, and the thing that and and yes, the African continent is suffering right now because they were heavily uh, invested in Ukrainian um, grain, and so that losing those foodstuffs is huge. And R Russia's promise was I I don't even think it was a third of what Africa needed to to uh, to switch from um, using the Black Sea. Um, ports uh for grain from ukraine and uh so yeah that puts them at odds but i don't even think that that's going to be as big of a, um as a factor as china 
the decreased because China and Russia are 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 allied, Ukraine is NATO allied. That puts China in a quandary because now they they can't trade with Ukraine, and they are also a huge subsidiary of the Ukrainian grain deal. Not through the Black Sea, uh, not not through the Black Sea ports, but they they trade megatons of grain with Ukraine, or they used to at least. And so yeah, you know, China's gonna want to be see an end to this real soon. Because they, I think that the only other thing for China to be able to do right now, if they wanted to, would be to, A, try to tame the Australian outback so that they can develop it. Which is, nigga, tame the out, enough said, right? Pretty much. You want to tame the Australian outback? Like, alone did, everybody went to Canada for alone. In the U.S., they went to Canada or Alaska. Fucking in the UK, they went to Canada. In Australia, they just went to the back and asked the the indigenous people permission to use the land, bro. No, <laughs> me, that's Alaska's real out here. It is the challenge. We don't need to go anywhere else. Australia, Australia is funny. In Tier Zoo, Africa and Australia are the top tier um servers. Facts, bro. Because each continent fuck. a server. Yeah. Africa fuck. because it's it has so much um diversity and every animal on there has been evolving for millions of years and australia just because everything already evolved millions of years ago is to kill everything yeah <laughs> and it is doing it like they're mad poisonous animals in australia bro yeah nah animal animal encounters in australia are harrow harrowing for sure um but yeah no um dingo ate my baby china don't got a lot of options and in china sure as hell ain't going to south america Yo, what? <laughs> Yo, listen, if there is one group of people China knows that they're not going to have a great time dealing with, it's the Colombian drug lords. Mm-hmm. It's the cartels, for sure. The cartels, they will not <laughs> For sure, for sure, cartels. without a doubt. And so they don't want to go to South America. And, um, and, oh, not to mention South American indigenous people are as gangster as aboriginal people in Australia, for sure, sure. They will, yo, because there's still parts of untouched forest in, in South America that would have to be developed if they were to ever look to switch from um, Ukraine. And so what that leaves Africa. And boy, they, they've only had middling success in Africa. They can only get the corrupt leaders to pay them, but the corrupt leaders keep getting overthrown. And then the new leaders are like, we'll work with you, but you have to work with us on our terms. And China's like, we don't really like your terms like that. We don't really respect you enough to actually sign one of your contracts. Yeah, pretty much. And it's just like, well then... It's like we can't control you enough if we you sign your behind. contract. Say it again. We can't control you well enough if we sign this contract. Yes, and so you know, only corrupt leaders sign the kind of contracts that 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 China's putting forth. And I'm not saying that that is like because it, it, it's just the mode of operation that they've chosen. They can switch. I don't think they're gonna. But currently, the way that they've been moving in Africa is that only the corrupt leaders are signing those contracts. And then they're running into issues with the nationalization of the factories that they build after those corrupt leaders get overthrown because the new leaders are not honoring those contracts. Just like in all those, those uh, Mali, Guinea, they're not honoring those French contracts no more. But don't it. When I ain't of them things there no more. You have to come better than that. Yo, those people... The fact that they're trying to get people to honor... And that's, that's something I think that they get from like the IMF 
Because the IMF does it. They be putting people in, in debtors' loans and then try to, once their government and, and their whole society collapses, whatever comes out of the ashes, they try to hold those people to, those young people to the same debts. And it's like, nah, you can't do that. Don't do that. Because I don't think it's going to work, honestly. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's not going to work here either. And, and, and so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with, with China. And, because it's generally how chi- China operates on the continent of Africa. Um, each country is an individual country. Absolutely. I would, I would never say that all of the countries across the, the continent are homogenous. Unfortunately, China's really good at making the situations that they want, though. And so we'll see what happens. I don't know if they're going to be able to... Because to, I don't think that they're going to like move to any place like the, the, um, the Congo. You know what I mean? They're not going to... The Democratic Republic of the Congo. They're not going to go there. That's, that's a little bit too undeveloped, too many warlords. They want some place that has some mild development because they're tired of building roads in Africa. You know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, for them to do anything in Africa, they have to build roads, which is why they tried to start with the coastal cities in their investments, in their uh, development uh, investments. But, you know, we can't... No country is going to be able to grow in global capitalism with with an imperial economic imperialism holding it back. There has to be some protectionism. America did its best when it closed its borders economically. Every country does that to start. And then they open up to the global markets once they've established their internal market. You know, you just got to do the work type of shit, you know? But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see where this leads them. Um, hopefully, you know, uh, uh, you know, things in, in, in Mali and Guinea and those areas shape up a little bit better so that they can actually, uh, um, barter with China on relevant footing. You know what I mean? Because, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to be had there. And more so, I think it would be really good for them because depending on the methods that they use, they can revitalize areas of Africa that are really hard hit by by climate change. You know what I mean? Like, if both sides can come to the table and not, you know be too dogmatic this could be you know what's going on in ukraine could be a boon for a lot of african countries in terms of trade with china you know and 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 i do believe that china is in is a as the chinese government is a predatory entity but it is filled with people who deserve you know access to food and amenities and all that stuff and 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 they most certainly don't deserve to have those things destabilized because Putin and Zelensky are dickheads. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, dude, I, I hope that that that, that could be, that circle can be squared, you know, business in Africa um, uh, with China, because the continent can benefit a lot from it. And they need to do business with, with non-Western powers, because there's too much history there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll, we'll wrap up on that, guys. I hope you guys did enjoy the show. If you did, please feel free to subscribe to us. You can find us on anchor.fm or on patreon.com. You could also find us on social media, on Twitter at Korea underscore T and at home Heron. You could also find us on uh, Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and at Heron's Homies. Where's Kevin?
And you can find me on Instagram at RicoGVO. And always remember, guys, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever really, really will learn from. Have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy.